What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast, where our number one passion is helping you walk close with God. I'm your host, Jeff Dio, and it's my mission in life to do whatever I can to help you embrace the wonder of developing an authentic friendship with God. That's right, to know Him and make Him known. These are the two most important things in life. And if you pour yourself into getting to know God, it will transform your ability to make Him known. In fact, spending more time alone with God is going to improve every area of your life, including your family, your finances, your job, and certainly your eternity. So plan to join us each Tuesday as we grow in our ability to engage with God in our everyday lives. Today on the Pure Worship Podcast, Josh and I are flipping the tables on The Secret Place in an episode we're calling Going Public with The Secret Place. If you've been paying attention to our podcast over the last year or so, you know we're trying really hard to motivate everyone to spend more time alone with God. We have found in our lives and in the Word of God that spending intentional and consistent time alone with God is the missing element in many people's day-to-day as they rush around feeling stressed and anxious or fearful and confused. You ask them if they're spending time alone with their Heavenly Father, and there's a lot of, um, well, uh, just so busy stuff in response. That said, once we get everyone on board with the importance of the secret place, we also must aim to remind them not to leave God there by accident as we go about the normal parts of our day, at school, at work, wherever. It's so easy to get busy with life and forget that we bring the presence of God with us wherever we go. We've been so conditioned to think that God is not welcome in the public square, at our jobs or in our schools, that we've almost adopted the worldly philosophy of separation of God with normal life, rather than fighting to encounter him in every area of our lives. A couple things to expect. I challenge you to up your game by inviting God into every part of your day. And Josh shares a crazy story of how his friend was able to locate a lady's lost glass Glasses at a hardcore rock show when he engaged with the Holy Spirit in a public place. So let's pray and we'll jump in. Holy God, we love you and we want to retrain our brains to include you in every aspect of our daily lives, to inquire of you in the big and small decisions of the day. We believe you are passionately interested in the intimate details of our lives. So please help us. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and kickstart this Tuesday's Pure Worship Podcast entitled Going Public with the Secret Place. Hello, ho! Welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Mickey Mouse, it's so good to have you here. Oh, boy. Oh, yuck. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. I was trying to... Are you choking, Jeff? I, I was trying to do like a... Hello, ho. Welcome to, uh, welcome to the Pure Worship Podcast radio show. We have a fantastic show for you today. Kind of like an old school announcer. Totally, kinda. totally. But uh, apparently I failed. Apparently it sounded like Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. 
boy. <laughs> and then we went goofy on it. Yeah. And it just, yeah. Anyways. Lordy help us. <laughs> well, anyways, welcome back to the uh, Pure Worship Podcast. Thanks for saving that, Jeff. Good. Yeah, man. See, I, I said it that way so that I could edit that out if I needed to. Perfect. It sounds like a beginning. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, man. We just had a good little lunch together, uh, getting ready to do a couple more of these podcasts. And just really want to share with you guys, want to jump right into it. I just want to get into, we've been talking about uh, spending time with God in the secret place uh, through worship, through prayer, through the word. Mm -hmm. But we also don't want to take God out of the opposite of that secret place. Right. Uh, we don't want to leave him in the secret place. Let's put it that way. Right. You know, we want to take God everywhere we go, right? In the not so secret place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I shared this analogy before on a different podcast a while back, but you know, this, this, this both and thing is so mm-hmm. important when it comes mm-hmm. to the secret place and the public place. Like, you know, you could have some people that would reason that you could go one extreme or the other. Yeah. Oh, I just spend time with God, you know, alone in the mornings. And then I leave him there and I go throughout my day, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, other folks would be just like, well, I just spend time with God all day, uh, every day. And I don't really have any secret place time with him. But to me, it would be much like my little analogy with my date nights with my wife, right? right. If I came to Martha and I'm like, hey, Martha, I had this revelation. Like, we're we're together all the time. So we really don't need to have date nights anymore, you right. know? Yeah. Celebrate those anniversaries. Come on, we're together. We, every day's an anniversary, honey, you know? <laughs> okay, I need to take some notes down here of what not to do because... Uh, Right? right, like every day, I, I love you every day, honey. Every day's your birthday. Oh, every day is Valentine's Day. Oh, right? oh my heart's hurting. <laughs> Conviction. Now, should you treat your wife like every day is Valentine's Day? I mean, yes, it should be special, but there are special moments and special occasions, and there are date nights, and there are there are special plans that we make to get away mm-hmm. with those that we love. Yeah. You know, uh, and so it's important to not think of it as an either or, but as a both and like you should be spending time with God in that secret place. But then don't forget that God is with you all the time mm-hmm. and, and and we want to engage with him, not just be aware that he's there, yeah. which is, is the beginning of it. It's mm-hmm. the, it's, you know, I, I love the song, Holy Spirit, yeah, where yeah, yeah. right the bridge where let it's us. saying, let us become more aware of your presence, Lord. Yes. I think that's yeah. very applicable to what we're talking about. Totally. Because we're talking about taking God into the everyday parts of life. Yep. You know, the mundane, um, when we're not in church, you yeah. know, when we're not in that special secret place, but we're just taking out the trash mm-hmm. or we're going to work or we're stuck in traffic or, or whatever it is that we're doing throughout the day. And so we just want to highlight a few things for you guys that we think are going to help you as you process this idea of taking God with you everywhere you go. And not that you could actually leave him behind, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's there whether you acknowledge him or not. Yeah. But we're saying, Lord, make us aware that you are actually engaged with us. Yes. You could be disengaged with God. He's attempting to engage with you mm-hmm. all throughout the day. But we're, we want to encourage you to not be disengaged. Be aware. And even say that prayer. Maybe mm-hmm. sing that song or whatever. But, but, but to say that prayer, to say, Lord, would you make me aware 
that you're with me all day to day. And even in the heat of the moment, you know, right? When something bad happens, God, <laughs> I know you're here. Or, or maybe when something good happens or whatever, there's so many different ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. But we just want to talk about uh, what it looks like for us to take God with us throughout the day. Yes. So I think right away, man, I think of King David and I say this a lot, but it reminds me of when he's in the wilderness, doing the harp thing, yep. worshiping the father. And then, uh, you know, here comes the lion and the bear uh-huh. and he takes the sling. And in that secret place, when he's worshiping, he built up those chops to yes. be able to, in the public square, take out the giant. So wow. guys, the whole point is what you do in the secret place, it's going to open up doors in the public square. And all we're just asking is, Lord, make us aware of those times that you do yes. open that in the public square. Yes. Well, another thing that we've talked about on past podcasts is not categorizing, Mm. putting God in a category, right? So if he's lumped into this one little category of your life called religion, uh, then he's over there. So when you're at church, you're with God. (laughs) But when you're not at church, you know, that's God's thing. He's in church. And we have this problem. I mean, we can get into politics and, you know, we're not going to jump into that too much here, but we have this issue where we think that God doesn't belong in in politics. And like, come on, he is the ultimate. He's the president of presidents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, he owns it all. This is his place. How can we even think that we could take him out of everyday life stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's so important for us to think of him. And we want to challenge you guys to think of your time with God being all day, every day, not just, you know, talking to him at mealtimes or talking to him at bedtime. Yeah. Right? So um, some examples of things that I might suggest. Uh, You're walking throughout your day. And you have a decision to make. Maybe it's a big decision. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a decision about, should I purchase that house? Wow. You know, or should I put my house on the market? Or are we supposed to move? Or am I supposed to change jobs? Should I accept that promotion? Mm-hmm. I mean, just all, there's, it's, maybe there's huge decisions. And right. so, you know, I think we normally take those things home and we get on our knees and we pray about them. But I want to make sure that we do, you know, that we're actually like in the heat of the moment, maybe right in that moment. Maybe the less, the thing that we're less used to doing is the smaller decisions. Hmm. And I don't think God requires us, you know, God, did you want me to get chocolate ice cream or strawberry ice cream? You know, he's like, I, I don't disobeyed know. the Lord. I got Neapolitan. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think we're saying we're going that far. But, you know, maybe there is a, a, maybe there's a priority thing. Maybe, Lord, you know, should I, but, but coming to God and just inquiring of the Lord. Yeah. Like saying, hey, should I do this or this right now? God, what's the thing that you want me to lean into right now? Totally. Do you want me, how, uh, uh, another, so many things, right? Uh, So, but, but when it comes to decisions, like, would you invite God into those decisions, more of your decisions, not just the life and death ones, not just the big ones, uh, but also those in-between decisions about, you know, just inquiring of the Lord. I think mm-hmm. some of those things, even some of the smaller ones, uh, we might think it's not necessary. And I don't think it always is necessary, but it, I think it shows honor and it builds relationship yeah. when you engage with God in the everyday moments of your life. Yeah. You know, maybe you're just asking for wisdom about a certain approach. 
Uh, I mean, Josh, I've even asked, okay, another thing that I do is I, I ask God about things throughout my day where I need immediate help, like yeah. finding something or remembering something. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe everybody does this, but, but if you don't, like, I, I would encourage you to do this. I can't even tell you the number of times where I have been looking for my keys yeah. or looking for my wallet or something. And I've looked probably 15 different places and I haven't asked the Lord yet. And then it hits me. Hey, you should, you should consider just humbling yourself. Yeah. Well, I know where it is. It's got to be here somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be. I left it here, but I can't seem to find it. And so I'm like, all right, I humble myself. I'm like, Lord, you see right now. Yeah. I think that's so amazing about God. You back up. You know that God sees everything. He yeah. sees where your keys are. Yes. He sees where your wallet is. And I'm yeah. like, okay. And, and he, he's not going to force himself on you, mm. you know? He's not going to say, hey, dummy, over here, you know? I mean, maybe he would sometimes, but but he is a gentleman, and he waits to be asked. Yep. You know, the Bible says you have not because you, you ask, not. ask not. Right. So maybe there's a few more things, guys, that you need to ask of the Lord. I, can, I remember, I mean, and it's not coincidence. Too many times I've asked the Lord, okay, God, I humble myself. Would you help me to find that wallet? Yep. And then there it was in my back pocket. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, Martha, my favorite with Martha, you know, uh, guys, I can't find my readers, my glasses. <laughs> they're, on your, they're on your head. head. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there, right? <laughs> but, but stuff like that where God literally will pop it into your brain. You know, I'll have a situation where uh, I really am trying to get better at remembering people's names. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that sounds kind of dumb. Like, Jeff, you really, if you cared about people, you'd remember their name. I, I'm doing my best. I, I know a lot of people and I'm just trying my best to remember. And sometimes my brain is just isn't working. Right. So I will whisper a prayer in the moment. I'm walking towards someone I didn't expect to be seeing that day. And they're coming toward me and I will whisper a prayer. Lord, because out of context, <laughs> I'm not used to seeing them at the grocery store. I'm yeah. used to seeing them at church or yep. something, you know, and, and I'll just say, God, you help me remember their name. And yeah. Boom. It'll just pop in there. Yep. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like how he answers the silliest little prayers. It's cool. So I just saw this story on Facebook. My buddy, Nick, man, he went to a hardcore rock show just last week. Yeah. And at this concert, the, the one of the girls in the mosh pit, she lost her glasses. Uh-huh. She, they couldn't find them anywhere. <laughs> and so, you know, he's bringing the atmosphere of heaven into that crazy yeah. hardcore rock concert. And he said, hey, come on over here. I see you're searching for something. Let's ask the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. where your glasses are. Wow. And within five minutes, uh, they had found her glasses wow. and it w- they were on the floor in the middle of a mosh pit, completely unscratched, <laughs> completely unharmed, sitting there on the floor. Wow. And what was super cool is she wasn't a believer in Jesus. She wow. walked away from that in- encounter yep. knowing that Jesus is legit. That's so right. what's really That's cool right. is, man, is this is this could be for you, yeah. but what if... What if it's actually for somebody else? Exactly. How, like the Lord could use your yes. relationship and your direct line with the Lord to impact other people's lives. Pretty but cool. But if you go to that concert and you're totally categorizing God, you put him in that religious box yep. and now I'm at a concert. In fact, right. I'm actually a little embarrassed to yeah. bring Jesus to this concert or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're feeling weird about it instead of just going, you know what? It's me and Jesus yeah. no matter what. I mean, yeah. he's always with me anyways, whether I acknowledge him or not. And, and seeing and looking for opportunities where he would want to speak into either your life or into somebody else's life. Absolutely, man. 
Okay, so I realize there are a lot of different types of folks listening right now. Some of you are doing this stuff already, so more power to you. But many of us still find it difficult to remember to engage with God on the daily. We only think of doing this after the moment has passed. Oh shoot, I should have asked God about that. So we've got to start realizing that God wants to help us get through all kinds of different moments in our lives. From the big to medium to small decisions, he has answers and tactics that are super practical, things that are meant to make our lives and our struggles easier. Yet we have this feeling that we're just alone in these things, when all God is wanting us to do is ask him. Whether it's knowing what to say in that important meeting or knowing how to respond to an angry friend or coworker, God is a ridiculous resource just waiting to be sought after. Okay, so I'm almost halfway funded for our trip to Mozambique, Africa, May 9 through 20. So thank you. My heart has been so impacted this week, though, hearing stories of the struggles of those in Mozambique who have been devastated by Cyclone Idai. We are that much more motivated to go and do all we can to support these people. So if you haven't already, please prayerfully consider sending us out simply by giving online at paypal.me forward slash worship city m-i-n all right as we get back to the conversation josh teaches us how to become more aware of god's presence in order to experience the glory of god's goodness and i bring a powerful teaching on how going public with god will help you overcome temptation right in the moment so let's go ahead and cruise back into this tuesday's pure worship podcast I think another thing that I encourage us to do, uh, again, we're talking about engaging God in our everyday life, right? And not forgetting that he's there. Mm. For example, when something happens that you're, that is good, uh, just saying thank you Mm. in the middle of that moment, like actually realizing that everything you have, whether it's a little thing, maybe you just, maybe you prayed before your meal, and then you had a great lunch with a friend and you're walking out and you just remember to be grateful and mm-hmm. say, God, thank you again for yeah. that meal and thank you for that friend, you know? Yeah. But just in the moment, recognizing that he's the source of all good things. That's yeah. one of the things that we really try to teach our, our kids to be is to, to have a thankful heart. We could probably do a whole podcast on just the idea of being thankful. Yeah. But whispering those words, maybe it sounds dumb. I don't know. But to actually say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. It sounds so simple. I think because the idea of it is very simple. I think it's difficult to really foster an attitude of gratitude, man. But Mm. I think if we could do that and just honor the Lord and, and man, okay, thank you, Lord, for that relationship. It's creating an awareness. It's the whole thing where you're talking about. Make me aware of your presence. Yes. How about this one? The rest yeah. of that that thing is that, you know, uh, let me become more aware of your presence. Yes. Um, let me experience the glory of your goodness. Yep. And it's just like, that's that heart of gratitude and thankfulness. But guys, that is worship. That is holy, holy, holy. Yes. And it's, so it's creating it. Yeah. That, that discipline of that. It's cool. Also, when you're in the middle of your day and something crazy happens, uh, for me, I mean, again, we're not talking about, you know, life and death here, but we're talking about the annoyance of things like traffic. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't have to spend... Shoot about a Honda! <laughs> this is where you start singing in the yes, spirit, praying in the spirit, so that you don't start 
Because you don't Say want me to be, else. you don't want me to be praying with my mind, Lord. <laughs> no, you, you want me to be praying in the spirit at this juncture. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, but you know, seriously, I mean, I don't spend a ton of time in traffic, but I do have some moments where I'm coming home from North Central University, and instead of it being, I remember, I mean, just it was just a week and a half ago, we had a big old snow, mm. you know, and what? the normal commute for me is about 25 minutes back home. Well, this time it was an hour and five minutes. Praise God. So more than twice. Just bless him, Jeff. You can only imagine how enjoyable that time was with people break lights and slippery and snow. And it was like in the middle of a blizzard and all this stuff. Sing praises to his name, Jeff. Yeah. And so I became really holy. <laughs> and I'll be honest, like, I'm not saying that I, that I overcame in all of these moments. You yeah. Know? There's, I definitely have said some dumb things or yelled at people, get out of the way. What are you doing? You know? It's a highway. I don't know. <laughs> but my, my desire is and my challenge to myself and to those listening in those moments that you begin to pray. Yeah. And you talk to God. Maybe cool. it's Maybe it's an annoying person. Okay. Let's just be real. You're in, in the office and then that one person that gets on your nerves or they say things that just grind at you, you know, in that moment they walk in. You have a couple of choices. Mm. You can either start rehearsing all the negatives about that person, or you can quietly in your heart begin to pray, God, Mm. give me patience. That's cool. God, help me. In fact, don't even just... See, and I love this because this is the glass half empty version is uh, the, well, Lord, just help me not to do anything stupid. Yeah. But what if that person walked in and you began to pray the opposite yeah. glass half full and you start going, Hey, is there something I could give to this person? There that you go, man. Encourage them. Yeah. Right. So you step into a different atmosphere, a different place. Uh, when you, when you realize that God is with you all the time. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about this one. This is one I hadn't even thought about when we started the podcast. What about temptation mm. in the middle of temptation. Wow. Right? Yeah. Like, dude, it, it always baffled me. Um, and I, I, I think we still all do this. You kind of, when you have a moment of temptation, whether it's to say something bad or to see something bad or to do something bad, it's almost like you pretend like God's not there. Because hmm. we always give the analogy, well, if Jesus was standing right there, would you have done it? Well, no, because that would have been really embarrassing. And then you're like, well, he, he is, is standing there, right? Emmanuel, yeah. Right, so we've got to cultivate that attitude and that idea and remember that he is standing there. Yeah. And use that not as a source of condemnation, yes. but inspiration, yeah. right? Because you really... Most of the stuff yeah. that we do that's bad or Come negative on, or dude. temptation, we always regret it afterwards. Come on. So you're like, what if I could overcome this ahead of time? And I realize that Jesus is right here with me, that God is right here with me. Yeah. And I've cultivated that heart that I don't leave God in the secret wow. place. I don't leave God in the, the, the category, but he's with me all the time. Yeah. Then that actually makes it easier to overcome temptation. That's it, man. Because you zo- instead of zoning out and going, he's not here, he's not here, I'm by myself, nobody will see, you're actually kind of leaning the other way and go, hey, yeah. my God's here. You're here. He will see. You're here, Lord. Help me. And then you begin to pray about that. Lord, help me say no to this temptation. Let me have the power of your spirit to be able to overcome temptation. Jeff, this is nuts, man. I've never, I mean, I've been walking with the Lord since I was 13, right? Yeah. I've never thought about that. Yeah. Like I've always, man, 
Emmanuel, he's here. He knows. He knows that my yep. heart is deceitful and wicked above all things. <laughs> but like, if you flip that, yes, jeez, he's. I mean, he's here, yes. and he has the power to overcome this any circumstance that I'm walking through, any temptation, yep. any situation. He and, provides a way uh, out in every temptation. It's so right? good. But I've never put the positive on that. It yes. sounds so dumb for me to say that, no. but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's, makes that, sense. that flips my world upside down. That's really yeah. cool. So that's just another practical place you can step into and say, God, come into my life. Help me in moments of temptation yeah. to do the right thing. That's good. You know, you're, you're becoming more aware of his presence yeah. in the good times and in the temptation times. Yes, right? that's good. Man, another example of one that, that came to me was there have been many times when I've been sitting, whether it be a student uh, that I'm talking with or a friend and they're sharing something that caught me off guard that is very difficult. Hmm. Maybe they've opened up to me and they shared something that they've done that was bad or they're just something that happened to them that has been very difficult. Sure. It happened to me recently hmm. uh, <clears throat> where a friend was telling me some things that I had no idea that this was going to happen and that, that they're walking through that's very difficult. And so I find myself in that moment feeling very insecure yeah. because I don't know what to say. Right. I mean, has anyone ever told you, oh yeah, I lost my grandfather or, oh, I just was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, and you're in that moment and you're thinking to yourself, I'm ready to run right now. I mean, I'm a, I'm a minister to people, right? I mean, I, I help people. I love engaging with people, but I still feel that way. I feel yeah. inadequate to handle some of the difficult things that people bring to me. Totally, man. So what do I do? Literally in the moment, not ignoring what they're saying, but just saying a quick prayer in there. Oh. I'm going, God, help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me process. I don't want to say anything dumb, but I want to speak your life to yeah. them. If you want me to say something, give it to me. If you want me to shut up and listen to them and not say anything and just say, I understand and I love you and I'm here for you, then let me say that. Mm. But God, let me speak your word. And yeah. I'm praying this as I'm talking to them. Yep. And it, it almost always brings some sort of a, a, a an awareness in my spirit of what I'm supposed to do. Cool. Whether it's shut up or speak up. That's good, man. You know? And I mean, I... And the reason I say that is is not to pat myself or anybody else on the back. It's I'm saying I'm inadequate. Mm -hmm. So if you're inadequate like me, <laughs> go to the source because he knows what that person needs. Yeah. He knows what they're walking through. Yeah. He knew they were going to tell you. He knew that you were going to feel inadequate. Mm. And all he's asking is that you will seek him. That's cool. You will ask him and he will give you wisdom and knowledge and understanding of what to say. That's good. And it's just incorporating God into your everyday life. It's cool, man. Kind of a random thought here. <clears throat> I had a dream years ago and one of my prophetic mentors, his name's Barry in the dream, uh, he, in the dream, he was riding by me on a bicycle in a mall, which is crazy anyway, <laughs> but old man, Barry, He's driving along and, and I said, Barry, what's the most needed gift in the body of Christ today? And he shouts, discernment, my son, discernment. <laughs> and what you're talking about, man, discernment is, is the ability to wisely distinguish what's of God, what's of the enemy, what's of the flesh, and cut, cut through all the stuff. I like to really say that discernment is wisely discerning and, and, and wisely distinguishing what is of God. Mm. And I'm like, I feel... That, that's what we need in what you're talking about and bringing it to the public square in those tough times with the different people. I have cancer. My dad just yes. died. That kind of stuff. 
I feel like that's what we really need. And it really, in a, in a lyric, it's let me become more of, aware yeah. of your presence. That's what discernment is. Yes. And we need this. Yep. Because cool. with his presence comes his wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his presence comes his knowledge, yeah. his understanding, That's his good. discernment. With his presence comes all that we need. That's good. And it's it's also a process of humbling yourself and realizing that you actually don't have the answers, yeah. that I don't have the answers, but I know the yeah. one who does. And even though that sounds so cliche, yeah. I need to seek him. And if I ask him, and that's one of the things I'm, I'm challenging you, we're that's challenging it, you today is to ask. Yeah. You have not because you ask not. Yeah. God typically, well, he'll put ideas in your mind without you asking. But a lot of times he's waiting for you to ask him. Yeah. I'll give you one more uh, example that popped into my heart here as we're talking. Uh, this would have to do with performance moments. Hmm. Okay. For students, you're about to take a test. Uh, or a quiz or something. Um, adults or students, you're about to have a job interview. Um, you're a musician or an athlete and you're about to have the big game or the big performance. Mm. And of course, we often do come to God with these things, but maybe not enough. Yeah. Uh, and really depending on him in these moments. Now, obviously, you know, if you haven't studied, <laughs> it's tough to come to God and say, hey, give me all the answers. Yeah. But I would say something like, Lord, help me remember the things that I have studied. That's cool. Help me understand the topic. Now, I would back up even further and say, hey, while you're studying before the exam, begin to pray. What is students? Oh, my word. This could be a revelation for somebody. Mm -hmm. While you're studying, you're saying, God, I don't understand this math problem. Mm -hmm. God, I don't understand how to interpret this English, po this poem, mm -hmm. you know, that the teachers wanted to, would you help me? Would you open my mind? I'm telling you, God made your mind yeah. and he will give you ideas. Lord, I'm doing this project and I need a creative idea. What could I do? Hmm. Setting yourself up. So not just in the moment of the test, but then also in the moment of the preparation. That's good. Man. Right? And I suppose that would apply to the singer, to the athlete, to all those people. Yes, in the moment. I'm about to go on the stage, Lord. Calm my nerves. Anoint me. All those types of things. But in the moments of preparation prior to that as well. Lord, give me discipline to practice. Mm -hmm. Lord, give me discipline to do those reps again. Yeah. You know, to lift those weights again. To run that extra lap or whatever it is. Yeah. But talking to God and asking him to give you strength give you confidence, give you discipline that you might not have otherwise. Mm, that's awesome. Man, as we wrap up today, you know, Jeff, I just, what's on my heart is I just want to pray for everybody and Let's even just it. pray for me and you of just that we would begin to walk that out, Lord, that we would be yes. uh, engaged with and aware of his presence. So I just want to bless you guys in Jesus name. Mm. We come to you, Father, and we yes. say for every listener, Lord, uh, for Jeff, especially for me, Lord, I want to be aware of your presence. Yes, want I want to experience us, the glory of your goodness, Lord. And yes. I pray that that's what we just begin to do, Lord. Out of the overflow of our secret uh, place, our relationship with you, that's what whatever we call that, Lord, that that would begin to flow into the public square, Lord, yes. more and more and more. And God, have our radar up yes. to catch what you're speaking. And so, God, we just, we give you our ears, we give you our hearts, we give you our lives, Lord, and we give you access and, and space yes. to, to come into those areas in the public square, whether we're taking a test or we're disciplining a child or, yes. or we're loving on somebody on the streets. Just go before us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Okay, guys, thank you so much for jumping in with us on this week's podcast entitled Going Public with the Secret Place. It's abundantly clear. We've got to stop pushing God back into the secret place and begin bringing him along for the ride. Sure, it's risky, but which is more risky, going it with God or going it alone? There are just so many instances where inquiring of God would have saved us so much pain. When we truly grasp that God is with us everywhere we go, it brings an incredibly high level of accountability that will leave us with much more successful dealings with people, as well as much fewer regrets over moments where we just did our own thing. This is what we mean when we say God is Emmanuel. He is God with us. Yes, spend time alone with him at home, but then take him with you all day long. Okay, on our next podcast, we take you on a journey as we talk about a topic we call worship evangelism. Two seemingly opposite ideas that are meant to go hand in hand. So have a great week and we'll see you next Tuesday for another compelling episode of the Pure Worship Podcast.